Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where we explore the remarkable power and beauty of a growth mindset. Our goal is to illuminate the potential hidden within you. I am your host, your girl, Kim, and today we have another wonderful episode. Hey sis, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me on this Winning Women's Wednesday. I am so excited to have you. I know we talked about collaborating for a while because we're both the disruptors, but I'm just so excited <laughs> to finally be able to get you. And not finally as in you were too busy, just for us both to be able to get together and do this podcast i'm just so excited how was your day my day was good but i first of all before all that i just want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of your platform um i'm super super proud of you i love the podcast it's amazing so thank you for having me um but my day was it was busy but it was good how has your day been it's been a good day um not too busy but a good day. I was just looking forward to getting to this podcast. And so that everyone will know the actual name for this podcast that we're um, going over today is Winning Women's Wednesday. And it is the disruptive journey of self-discovery with Coach Tish. Yay! <laughs> so, um, I really want, I, again, thank you again so much for joining me, but I want you to um, introduce yourself to everyone, give a little bit of your background as to what your coaching style is and all of that. Yes, okay. So, I am Coach Tish. Uh, my name is actually Natisha, um, but I go by Tish for short, and it's easier for people to remember and not mess up, Okay. Um, I am a mom. I am a self-discovery coach. I am a student. I'm all the things, right? I do a lot. Um, But as far as my coaching style, I really like to um, make it a space where it's like just homegirls, right? Um, Mm -hmm. No judgment. Um, Making sure that um, my clients feel safe, feel comfortable, able to be themselves, I try and keep things light, but at the same time, I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to make sure that you feel heard and understood. And I'm going to make sure you're going to reach those goals that you set, because why else would you come to me unless you wanted the results? Okay. And you will get the results. Okay. (laughs) So that's awesome. I love the self-discovery because, um, I don't think people realize how important it is to have self-awareness. You know, as women, we are, some of us are, can be sensitive and we can be in our emotions. And so when it comes to um, acknowledging and taking ownership of our faults, it can be kind of difficult because of 
our nature. You know, we love so hard. We fight for what we believe in and we go after what we want. And when things don't go our way, it kind of seems to just overwhelm us. And instead of looking inward, we just face outward. So that's a powerful that's a powerful niche niche. I don't know how people say it, but it's a powerful <laughs> um, niche that you're in. And I think that is totally needed because we need to learn how to look inward. We need to learn how to look at ourselves and accept our faults and know that it is okay to have those faults. Um, and it could be our faults for several different reasons. It could be because of things we didn't know when we were growing up. We didn't learn those types of things, you know? It could be because what we saw, that's what we saw in our household. That's how we grew up. And what we saw and what we heard, we thought was normal. And as we became older, we noticed that, hey, that's not normal. You know, we got to change some things. We can't keep deflecting and projecting and putting things on other people when we played a part in it too. So very powerful ministry. That's what I call it. Very powerful ministry. And I know, and I've seen your work and I know that you have blessed several, several women throughout this process. So my first question to you and I hope you got your son to drink, boo, because we sipping tonight. Cheers. Too. <laughs> Cheers. All right. So my first question is, uh, I, what I would like for you to do is to share with our listeners your personal um, journey and basically what inspired you to become a self-discovery coach. Um, were there specific moments or experiences that you encountered that you know, led you down this path and you were like, hey, I know that this is my ministry. I know this is what I am called to do. Well, honestly, initially, um, I had no idea that this is where God would lead me. Um, there are so many different moving parts to my story from, you know, being a young mom to um, um, having, um, being sexually violated when I was younger, um, abusive relationships. There's so many things that has transpired in my life. Um, but it wasn't until 2020 where I can't remember exactly what had just happened, but I do know at the time I was in a relationship. I wasn't happy in that relationship. Had just had a baby, you know, the same year there were medical things going on. I have other kids. So it was just a lot going on in my life. And I was just sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. Like, how did I end up where I am? I'm not happy. I know that there's more. I know that I'm supposed to be doing more. I know that I'm supposed to be doing better. Um, so I really had to take a step back and reflect on how I got where I was. And then from that point, I just started seeking God. God, what can I do? What do I need to do? Like, I, I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And I know that you called me to greater. So what do you need me to do? And the more I seek him, the more I started to get in touch with myself and recognize that there was a lot of um, trauma that I had not resolved and dealt with and healed from. Uh, there were, um, I was the cause of some of the hurt that I had, I had experienced because of my decision-making and my lack of knowledge and understanding and knowing who I was, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of times as women, 
we don't necessarily recognize that we are the cause of a lot of our own pain because we don't know who we are. We don't set the boundaries. Um, we just, there's so much happening in our lives and we're just going, going, going. And it's easier to point the finger outward versus pointing it at ourselves and just taking a moment to say, okay, how did I get here? What did I do? What can I do differently? What do I need to do better? Um, so I just began my journey of discovering who I am and how I could become the better version of myself, reading books, uh, seeking therapy. I wish I had a coach at that time. I didn't. Um, so I coached myself. Um, but just having also having a, a, a solid support system who understood I was on a journey to being a better version of myself because it was important. Um, also tapping back into that that young girl you know, who had all these childhood wounds and trauma that she never dealt with and healed from. Um, so that's the, that's pretty much the, what made me decide to get on my own journey. But as far as becoming a coach, that wasn't until 2022, where I had a whole separate business that I was working on, loved it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I was in it for the wrong reasons, won't lie. I, I was just thinking about the money. Um, and, money. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, I was like, this is not what I told you to do. Hmm. Like you're a coach. And I'm like, who, who a coach? And you know, um, so that was kind of where I decided, okay, let me take this seriously. I've been doing this already anyway and didn't even know that that's what I was doing, but I had been coaching women for years and didn't even recognize it. And so I decided to just, you know, fully step into it. And I'm so grateful that I did. I'm grateful that you did as well, but this is the thing that um, is kind of difficult for anyone um, to lean on. I heard you say that you know, you leaned on God mm -hmm. and turned towards him and you started looking towards him. And that can be kind of difficult for women, especially when we want something tangible. When we want to hear, I want to see and I want to hear what you got to say. So that right. can be difficult to lean on God's word. So that took strength within itself for you to lean into his word and to know that his word is who you are, not how you felt in, in um, how you were conditioned to think. So that's a beautiful story and a beautiful journey. And what people don't realize is that, you know, when you were saying like, who gonna be a coach? Like when we're called to certain things, we don't see things in ourselves because we feel like we're not worthy of that because of the things we've been through. But that's the beauty of the story. And that's the beauty of the journey. It just makes us much more, it makes us much more, um, What's the word I'm saying? Qualified. I'm qualified. Yeah. It makes you much more qualified to be able to, qualified and certified in my opinion, to be able to step into this journey, into this world. Because when you are trying to, when you're saving yourself, it, took, it takes strength and it took strength. But when you're trying to pull something out of someone else, not only does it take strength, it takes your energy. It takes your time and you can emotionally end up being caught up in these situations. But that just means that you're invested in this. And that's the type of coach people want. It's not because we want that money, Absolutely. you know, it's right. not because we want the transformation. So that's just a beautiful story. And I appreciate you sharing that 
piece so much because like I said, we we think because we go through things, we're not qualified, but that that's what makes us qualified. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes, we could have the same exact story, but our perceptions are different. You know, mm-hmm. how we go and grow through those things are totally different. So beautiful story and thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. So in a world filled with distractions and influences, how can we maintain a consistent practice of self-reflection and self-awareness in our daily lives? Because with all of this noise around us, you have all of these different, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of these, all of these influences around us or influencers around us. How can we stay focused on what we should be doing? Again, staying inward because it's so many different opinions out there and it's in it. Some of it holds weight and some of it doesn't. And then you also have to realize, you know, does this person want me to grow or does this person want me to stay stuck? Right. Absolutely. So for me, I believe that um, our minds are just like, let's say our stomachs, we feed our stomachs food, right? To get full. Um, So with our minds, what we're feeding our minds is important as well. So the social media, um, what you're watching on TV, the music you're listening to, all of this stuff plays a part in it. So you have to examine what you're feeding yourself Um, with these algorithms on social media. If you're seeing a lot of negative stuff, then that is going to be in your brain. That's the type of the thoughts you're going to be thinking. Um, that is going to be in the forefront. But if you are feeding yourself more positivity, if you are journaling, if you are listening to positive messages, if you are listening to uplifting music, if you are praying and listening to the word, all of these things that can pour into you and help you grow in a positive way, then that is how you kind of distract yourself from all the noise because the noise is going to be there. It's a matter of how are you going to push through that noise? So just making sure you are doing things that, um, doing things that will assist in you being the better version of you. Right. That growth mindset, you know, I love me some Tupac and Tupac got some lyrics that'll teach you some things, but sometimes you got to turn type of music and actually go into a growth mindset like inspirational podcast things that'll get you your mindset to grow and think differently think outside of your box because we get so comfortable in our box and we get so comfortable with our norm again like i said earlier we think it's okay and it's not okay and then when we start integrating and going into these groups that have that growth mindset or have started transforming their lives then we feel out of, out of place in a place that we know we should be, you know? Right. So it's like, you got to start making those transformations. You got to change from Tupac sometimes, loving to death, but we got to <laughs> switch it up and we got to start, like you said, what we feed ourselves, our body fuels from it. What we feed our mind, our mind will fuel from it. So are we going to fuel with negativity, pessimistic or positive and growth and healing and love? All of those different things are very important for us to look into. And right. I just love how you said what we eat because I honestly, I was thinking about some food, honey, like <laughs> <laughs> meat and potatoes. But that is so true. What you feed yourself is is how you grow. Beautifully said. Absolutely. Sister. 
but even also knowing when to unplug it's important to to have that time when you just step away from the social media you step away from the phone calls the text messages the all the outside noise and just be with yourself be with God be whatever but having that time to just not have all those distractions because it's easy to think you heard from him and you heard something else right right <laughs> you heard the wrong message boo and it can be hard. somebody else <laughs> <laughs> true so true so true listen the thing about it you heard you got the you downloaded the wrong message because you were trying to hear what you wanted to hear and then two okay you to sit with yourself because you're so used to entertaining company that you know you never actually were a part of but you entertained it so learn how to sit with yourself and learn how to be comfortable and confident within yourself and set those boundaries um, because boundaries are very important i know you love talking about boundaries um i think boundaries are important how do you feel about you feel about boundaries boundaries are definitely important and sometimes when people um don't honor our boundaries it's because they they've seen that we we don't honor our own boundaries so it's definitely important to have boundaries um not just for your protection but for the protection of others as well because boundaries is how you teach other people how to treat you exactly teach how to how to treat you and how to respect you and you have to stand in those boundaries it'll be uncomfortable but gotta stand in it i'm already this thing hold on honey <laughs> this is some homemade wine homemade <laughs> so it's a little much strong it's that oil in okay. my <laughs> okay homemade <laughs> but it's so important to set boundaries and people think it's easy. Okay, well, I set my boundaries, but are you going to enforce them? Because people will continue to push and push and push and be like, well, you know what? And it may not even, they may not even think about this, but you're thinking about it. Like, hey, I set these boundaries, but they continue to, you know, push past my boundaries. They don't respect what I put out. They don't respect it because as you say it, you don't respect it. You don't respect yourself to hold them. Enforcing them is the hard part. Yes. Yes. So self-discovery often involves confronting uncomfortable truths or facing personal fears. How do you support clients in navigating these challenging journeys um, where they have to confront someone or confront themselves? Um, you're an expert in this field. But I truly feel like being a disruptor um, is important in order to grow and in order to heal and in order to, again, set your boundaries. You have to disrupt yourself and you also have to disrupt the people that are around you. And unfortunately, you're going to lose some people. But how do you coach and guide them through this transformation? And I know that I'm asking a lot of questions, but also how did you transform and go into that mindset of like, listen, hey, enough is enough right so it starts with first being honest with yourself mm -hmm. um because that's most important so when you can be honest with you it's a little bit easier to be honest with other people so i encourage my clients to be honest with themselves and me because if they're not honest with me how can i hold them accountable 
Um, So making sure they are honest with themselves, making sure that they not just look towards the future, but sometimes you have to go in the past to see where did some of these behaviors stem from? How did I get here? You know, why why do I think about things this way? Um, Where did I learn how to not have boundaries? Where did Mm -hmm. I learn to silence myself? Where did I learn that I wasn't good enough? Who did I hear that from? So sometimes you have to go backwards in order to be able to go forward. So I encourage them to look at the bigger picture. Um, It's important to set goals because if you don't have the goals, how do you know where you're going? Like, what are you doing? Right. Um, I encourage and I know it may not be for everybody, but I do um, encourage having that relationship with God. If that is an issue, that just means that's not my client. However, Normally, the, the ladies who have come to me, they have some sort of relationship with God already so that it's just me pouring into that relationship and reminding them that, you know, seek him and he will direct your paths. Right. Um, it's also important to um, set boundaries with other people. I, I enforce set those boundaries not just with the other people set the boundaries with yourself as well because we could easily backslide and be like okay well you know i know i told them such and (laughs) such but i'ma just you know and and that's that's not okay either um so there's there's so many ways i support them but um most importantly honesty accountability transparent transparency respect um building that confidence muscle because it is a muscle it's something that you have to work at daily it's not something that just happens overnight um especially if somewhere along the lines you've lost that confidence so it's gonna take time to build that muscle back up right right and the second part of that question was how did you build that muscle basically how did i what I just said, being honest with myself <laughs> first, <laughs> holding myself accountable because listen, it's easy. It was so easy for me to point the finger and and play victim, but mm-hmm. I had to, baby, you are a victor. You're not a victim, okay? Yeah, honey, come um, on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just yeah, it, it took it took some time because somewhere along the lines, my confidence wasn't what it is now i had lost my confidence in myself um and even people for a little bit which we tend to do especially mm-hmm. when you hurt over and over and over then you want to say you know there's especially when it comes to relationships oh it ain't no good men and so on and so forth there's just so many things when it's like look at you just look at yourself yeah work on you everything will be all right once you put your focus in the right places yes 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 so it took me some time but i but i got it together i wrote down something because i didn't want to interrupt you when you were talking but when you were saying about um they're not your soulmate client i think that is so important for the coach to acknowledge and for that client to acknowledge because sometimes we can be so desperate for help that we just cling to the first person that we see instead of doing research. You know, what is this person's morals and values? Am I gonna be okay with them having a faith-based ministry? Meaning it's backbone off the Christ of Jesus Christ, the Lord. You know, 
Am I okay with going into this with an open mindset? Am I comfortable with exploring my child, my inner childhood? All of these things are so important because like I said, we want the help and we jump to the first person that we see. And sometimes um, for the person that I used to be, I would get so far into it and I would feel bad for pulling out from it. So I think that's very important that, and that's what um, I'm sure you do this, but discovery calls, I'm sure that you exercise that to see if that's something that you are, you know, if that client is your soulmate client. And at the same time, this your potential client also needs to be aware that they are interviewing you as well. I know what I saw on Instagram and I know what this person posts every day, but do I feel that connection? You know, do I have, can I, so can I truly know that this person supports me and not just trying to get me into a program for my money? I feel like that's so important. Um, and it's, it's sad that, it's not sad. Um, I think it's important that you don't immediately say yes. You think about right. it. Now, if you immediately know without a shadow of a doubt that this is the person because you've actually truly done your research, go for it but don't be caught up in the moment or the hype of the person be caught up in that transformation that that coach can give you that's my idea and that's my opinion now how do you feel about it didn't mean to go that far and deep no. into <laughs> no i definitely agree it's is the discovery calls are important because it kind of gives you guys a feel for each other so for me personally um I like to do the discovery calls to kind of know what I'm getting into and whether or not I can absolutely help this person and help them get the results that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Now, not the answer is not yes for everybody, um, whether that's coming from me or whether that's coming from them. Um, but I lay my ground rules out up front so they know. I expect you to be honest and open with me. I expect you to show up because your time is valuable, but so is mine. Okay. Yeah. And um, sorry to interrupt, but I when you're showing up, be present. Don't just come to say you showed up. Absolutely. Be present in the moment and be prepared to put in the work. Sorry to interrupt. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was that was next. You have to want to really do the work because at the end of the day, the, this is your life. These are your results. You're either going to get them or you're not. But if you're not going to be invested and do the work, then I absolutely cannot help you because I can't want it more than you want it. And that's how, for me personally, that's how I'll know. If you're serious, I'll see it on the discovery call. Yes. If you're not serious, I'll see it on the discovery call and I can say, no, thank you. <laughs> right, right. And people don't, clients don't need to be offended when they hear a no, because one thing I know about you is that you take their transformation seriously. You take their transformation as if it's your own. So if you do decline a, a client, it's not because you're being rude or mean, it's because you're protecting them and you see that it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to give them the transformation that they need. So right. if, you, if you get a no, don't take it personal. It's just, she's trying right. to make sure that you get the transformation that you need and not speaking for you sis but I'm pretty sure that you know other coaches that you could refer the client to and that doesn't necessarily mean that there would be a connection it's just that you won't leave them out there hanging like I said no this is it right absolutely nope I definitely know other coaches so 
So even if it's a no for me, it may be a yes for someone else. Yes. So we kind of talked about it a little bit, but I feel like it's important. But how important do you think it is to be a disruptor um, from your regularly scheduled program? Meaning me and Shay Shay used to hang out all the time because we were real cool and we were never worried about growing we were never I always saw my vision but at the same time I I hid it because I didn't want her to think that I was trying to be better than her but now I'm in a place where I've gotten through the worst parts of my time and I'm ready for that growth mindset do I keep hanging with my girl Shay Shay or do I just disrupt this thing that we have start saying no to places I don't want to be in no to people I don't want to be around to start that transformation so with being a disruptor um that also ties into those boundaries um so for me personally one of the hardest things i had to learn when it comes to being a disruptor is being uncomfortable like really uncomfortable and having to set those boundaries having to remove myself because if it's one thing i know um what a one of Nipsey Hustle. He says, and I forgot which song it is. I like the song too. Can't think of the name right now. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Mm. If that ain't relatable, because we have to learn that, you know, um sometimes we do have to remove ourselves. We do have to take a step back. Not because you may love these people or th this group any less. It just means that you are going somewhere that God didn't say they was coming. Like he didn't He didn't give them the vision. He didn't say it's you and them. He gave it to you. So you may have to fall back for a little bit. You may have to, you know, just have that time to yourself and focus on what your purpose is and what you're supposed to be doing. And that's going to be extremely uncomfortable. I know when I was younger, um, I've always felt that there was something different about me. There was some kind of gift that I would have. Um, didn't know what that was because I was way too young to even understand why I was having those thoughts. That mm -hmm. as I've gotten older, um, I remember just thinking to myself, even when God told, when I, when I felt that he said, um, you're a coach, it was just like, but are you sure it's me though? Right? Like with being disruptor there, there's also a part of fear where it's like, uh, I don't know about this. So in those times, and some I'm not gonna lie, those time, those, those moments of fear, um, still creep in. So it's like, okay, please give me the sight to see whatever it is you see in me that I don't see mm. so that I can move forward in the way I'm supposed to be going versus trying to be over here doing my own thing where I may be with some people who I'm not supposed to be associated with at this point in my life right. based on where I'm trying to go. So being uncomfortable is in my opinion, a part of being a disruptor because you got to have uncomfortable conversations. You may have to do some things that are uncomfortable. It's, it's just a part of it. Right. Also, being a disruptor means, I said it earlier, but you have to disrupt yourself. 
where we are going, when we're going through this transformation, we can't have the same attitude. We can't have the same mindset. Absolutely. So the way we used to just say things, this used to be my saying, whatever come up gonna come out. You can't carry that same mindset and that same attitude where you're going because where your purpose is, it's not that rudeness. You're not going to be successful. Um, Where you're going, you can't have that same pain. You can have that pain, but you can't have that same pain where it makes you angry and lash out at people. So it's important to know that we keep hearing disrupting and we're thinking that we're disrupting other people's life. No, we're stirring up our own spirit, our own Mm -hmm. issues. We're going to the root of everything so that we can be that disruptor for other people. And the second part of that, Mm -hmm. what I want to say is that I think, again, you have a beautiful coaching business that we need so much. But I also think that your coaching style is also unique with that. And I say that because there are some people out here that need that more gentle, um, sensitive side approach. And then there are people out there that need that, hey, listen, girl, now this is what we're not going to do type approach. So is I feel mm-hmm. like, and I honestly feel like there are more of those people out there than the ones that need that softest touch. And I'm not saying one side is better than the other one. I am just saying that we can't approach everyone with that same soft tone because then it's not going to click. Absolutely. And we're those people that we're supposed to be helping heal. So I feel like a dis because I'm one myself, honey. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one myself, but I'm truly saying, if you were to approach me in a way of, well, I'm so sorry. I will look at you like, I will receive it, but I would be like, that's not my person because I'm about to run all over her at the end of the day. That would be my mindset. So it's important that again, when we're connecting with our clients and we're connecting with coaches, we are tuning into our needs on both sides. Right, absolutely. Me personally, I am just I've always been more of a soft-spoken person softer voice softer tone I don't like to raise my voice that is not me however even with me having a softer calmer approach to people and to in life in general really that does not mean <laughs> that does not mean I still can't get the message across to where oh you gonna hear me baby you're going to hear me and you're going to understand what I'm saying in my soft tone because that's just how I am. But I, I understand what you're saying. And I think that some people may feel like um, they could probably take advantage of a situation, especially with a coach like me, because I am more, you know, relaxed, chill, quiet, more quiet. But no, this ain't that at all. My and my clients know they know I'm gonna I'm gonna have that space where they feel comfortable. I'm softer. I'm talking softer. But sis, don't don't have me tell you again. You heard right. what I said the first time. Let's let's come on. Chop. Yes. Done. Yes, I love that because I tell you all the time. You know when we're having conversations, I'm like, girl, you can say anything versus me because I just be like, Ugh, you know. And but you have that approach. You have the package. I should say, 
And we don't make people feel bad about themselves, but you have to know that we're going to hold you accountable. That's the key word. We're going to mm -hmm. hold you accountable. And like I said, your t like you were saying, your tone and your approach, that would fool people. Um, and that's why I was smiling because I was like, <laughs> you do have that sweet, soft voice, but you get your point across in a very soft and professional way. But it's known that, hey, I'm holding you accountable. So I love that. It's, it's, I love it. I compliment you all the time about that. I wish that was a characteristic that I had, but God made me who I am. And there are my fabulous. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, and you are fabulous, just how oh, you are. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I, I try to be, you know, you know. <laughs> but okay, so there are a lot of people who find it difficult to embark on this transformation journey. And I get it. I understand because I went through a journey myself, but going through this journey, you find your purpose and that's what they need to understand. So what advice do you have for someone who feels lost or uncertain about their path, just scared of their path and their journey? Like they have, they know they have this purpose and they know that they're ready to, to transform. What advice do you have for those people? Purpose is important. And so if you don't know that, you have you have to start out by trying to find out what is yours. Why mm -hmm. were you born? Why were you created? I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, I've gone through all these things. I've been through this. I've been through that. Um, but a lot of times we don't recognize that a lot of the things we went through um, was to the benefit of somebody else. Yes, mm -hmm. it benefits us as far as making us stronger. However, somebody needs what you have. It's just mm -hmm. up to you to figure out how 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 are you supposed to present what you have to these people, whoever your people are, right? So mm -hmm. figuring out your purpose, that's most definitely important. Going through your own journey of, okay, how do I be the best version of me? What does that look like? How do I get there? Whether that's you taking a journey by yourself or come in and let me help you do that um but just really <laughs> really working through your ish because yeah. we all got some ish mm -hmm. but in order to step into that purpose in order to be that better version you have to clean up your ish you have to mm -hmm. figure out what it is you have to take those steps hold yourself accountable be honest with you set those boundaries and make sure what you are feeding yourself mentally it all ties into where you're trying to be and not necessarily where you are right now because mm -hmm. you may be in a space right now where you don't know what the heck you're supposed to be doing you don't know why you're here you don't know what's next but finding your purpose will help you most certainly get to your next level i totally agree now sis i must say i have enjoyed you so much being here i don't want this podcast to end like i don't i really enjoyed it um and i love hearing about self-discovery you're very welcome i love hearing about self-discovery because you do it well um and she you uh oh y'all sorry my bad but you had me sitting here thinking about thinking about my journey and thinking about how i went through 
a self-discovery you know I didn't know that what it, that's what it was I just knew I just I was ready to go on this transformation and I just started recognizing things about me I pulled apart what I wanted to hold on to and what I wanted to get rid of and once I started doing that okay now I, now I know what I want to get rid of and not to say that that was set in stone because as I grew things changed you know, what I want now at my age that I am now, I didn't want when I was 20, you know? So it's it's okay that it changes, but it's important that you recognize the things that you want and the things that you don't want. And you start changing those things that you don't want to keep, that you don't want to have. And it can be overwhelming. It can seem overwhelming, but I am sure that the reason why you have your coaching business is because you don't want them to go through it alone. And that's what they need to understand. They don't have to go through it alone. It's not meant for them to go through it alone. And like we talked about earlier, you know, if money is an issue, there are so many free resources, so many free resources mm -hmm. out there. Libraries, podcasts, YouTube, like it's so many free books, you know, uh, going to the library to rent it. It's so many free opportunities out there um coach tish she posts on her instagram and her um tiktok and all these other social media sites affirmations tish tips there are so many different ways you can start downloading a positive mindset start downloading um a good mindset for self-discovery and speaking of that how should or could everyone contact you if they wanted to sis yes yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at um, it's just I-T-S-J-U-S-T -S underscore queen. Um, I am on TikTok as at Coach Natisha and Facebook Natisha Carson or um, my business page is Coach Natisha. Okay, sis. All of this information will be linked below in the comment section so that you can contact her. Sis, again, I cannot thank you enough for being here. I truly appreciate it. And I cannot wait till our next one. I know there'll be a next. I just don't know when, <laughs> but I can't wait till the next one. Um, Thank so you. you're very welcome. Any words of advice you would like to leave them before we end this podcast? Absolutely. So, so if you don't take anything else from this podcast and understand that mindset is important and that's where everything begins so making sure you are feeding yourself positive things to contribute to what wherever it is you're trying to go in your life but mindset 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 you have to work on your mindset because that is the start of everything yes i totally agree and what i want to leave you guys with is to trust and believe in yourself know that you have the strength and the power to do hard things. And we know this because we did hard things. And I can't speak for Coach Tish, but it was so hard for me because I was stuck in my head. But once I got out of my mm -hmm. head, baby, you couldn't tell me nothing because I was like, I took off. And that's the journey and that's the transformation that we want for you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in um, on this Winning Women's Wednesday self-discovery chat with Coach Tish. I definitely enjoyed it. I will catch you guys on Monday, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.